What is a girl from Kazakhstan with a Russian accent who looks Chinese living in America doing? She is podcasting. I'm Miru, and I'm that girl. You may know me as your savings pro, but life is more than money. I'm here to share my personal, cultural, and professional experiences. We will talk about the currency of life, family, career, business, money, and more. Welcome to the Miru Experience Podcast. I recently watched a HBO documentary, Alternative Endings, Six New Ways to Die in America. Although this is part of life as birth, most of us never discuss or want to think about it. The film explores the innovative ways Americans are approaching end of life. I think we might be moving towards being open to have a frank discussion about end of life options. Do you find discussion surrounding deaths is taboo for you? Well, if you do, it may change in the future. As National Funeral Director Association mentioned that American attitudes about death and end-of-life choices are changing. Most rethinking the funeral options. I personally found the documentary very interesting and sad at the same time. Losing people is the most devastating feeling and something you would never want to accept but learn to live with it. Also, Technology sites are offering all kinds of fancy options for your funeral. If you choose to do a live celebration and would like to have customizable options such as recording yourself in the video that might play you in a 3D mode like you are live during your uh, funeral, that's the route you can take, which you can prepare for it. In 2018 was the year cremation was chosen chosen over more expensive burials, disrupting the 16 billion a year funeral business. So the documentary talks about six ways, and first of them being reef memorial. Coral reefs are dying around the world devastating ocean life so families can help replenish the sea by placing the remains of a loved one in a memorial reef. And I believe this is supported by Memorial Reef International. So how they do it, they put ashes um, cemented and they put it into these reefs, creating new life, and it lasts for hundreds of years to come. So this is a great way to honor someone who probably loves oceans or you know likes likes to be in the water. And um, it is definitely beautiful um, to see, and of course, a sad process for loved ones. Second one was celebrating the life. Living wake, they call it. What touched me in this story are children who took care of their elderly sick parents. There were five boys and one girl. And one of the sons said, they all have jobs and responsibilities. 
but they all learn to alter their lives to take care of their parents. As grown kids, it is their turn to take care of their parents. And they said they were honored to have this job to take care of their parents and have a coffee with them in the morning and prepare their medication. And then afterwards, he can go have his life. So taking care of sick people is not the easiest job. But in this particular story, the parents were lucky to raise such a great children who see life in different perspective. The third option was green burial. So the body is wrapped in a biodegradable material and placed in a shallow grave, which means back to earth, back to nature. It is a beautiful process because they plant tree on top of it. So you blend with the nature. And um, I think this probably be good for people who love to be in nature, uh, close to earth. And the fourth one, space burials. I think families can launch cremated remains into space. I mean, seriously, you can even do that. I couldn't believe it. I'm not sure about this one. But if you dream to go to the moon or maybe a science nerd in real life, that is probably the right uh, option for uh, people to consider. Um, number five was, so I heard uh, that there is eight states and the District of Columbia have death with dignity loss. They allow terminally ill patients to take a drug that will end their lives. Basically, medical aid in dying. Just watching the documentary, I felt the process for loved ones is very emotionally difficult in addition losing the loved one. Meds can be taken in public or given by another person. I guess this might be good fit if you like to have a control and do not want to be in a very sick position where you can control your body and and of course can make decision taking part of the process the person in this documentary was basically cheerfully checking out um, hosting the goodbye party and I'm sure it wasn't easy for him it was kind of felt strange. It was like a retiring party from life, I guess. Very strange for me. So he wished that it, he wanted to be in his terms. And saddest process and observation, my heart was breaking for his wife. And they have been married over 50 years. And uh, the last one was celebration of life. So if you don't want to have a funeral or non-traditional to create happiness, celebrating instead of being sad because loved ones passed, death comes so quickly and people fall into routine because it's safe and norm by doing norm funeral. Um, so it's okay to do what you want. 
the parents done celebration of life for their child who passed from cancer, as child wished to have bouncy house and fun. So after watching the documentary, I did go to local funeral museum and explored history of how funerals conducted, looking at various casket displays and hearse transportations. I did also speak to someone who has been in funeral industry for a very long time, but unfortunately couldn't fit into her calendar in the nearest future as she was very busy. So I assume people are busy dying. Maybe I'll get to speak with her and add it later to this episode. In our brief discussion over the phone, I asked her if she finds burial services in her experience or selection um, of services are for the people who are left behind or is it for the people who leave us behind? And I guess it depends on individuals. So, for example, she told me a story about old lady paying for her cremation so she does not leave burden for their children. But she also mentioned if her child decides to upgrade to more expensive funeral option, it would be okay with her. So, bottom line, it depends on what you want and what burden you want to leave behind. I hear over and over that kids left with burden of expensive funerals in addition to overwhelming grief of losing parents. So no matter what people choose, they should probably leave no financial burden behind. I'll be right back with my personal thoughts, experiences, and conclusion right after Random Act segment. Hey, welcome to Random Act segment. As I was watching the documentary on this story, um, someone posted a story on Facebook, thought it fits the subject. So the story goes like this. As a singer, I sing at many funerals and I was recently asked by a funeral director to sing at a graveside service for a homeless man. He had no family or friends. So the service was to be at the Pauper's Cemetery out in the country. As I was not familiar with the area, I got lost. I finally arrived an hour late and saw that the funeral guy had evidently gone and the hearse was nowhere in sight. There were only the diggers and crew left and they were eating lunch. I felt badly and I apologized to the man for being late. I went to the side of the grave and I looked down and the vault lid was already in place. I didn't know what else to do, so I started to play. The workers put down their lunches and began to gather around. I played out my heart and soul for this man with no family and friends. I played like I have never played before for this homeless man. As I played Amazing Grace, the workers began to cry. They cried, I cried, we all cried together. When I finished, I packed up my keyboard and started for my car. Though my head hung low, my heart was full. As I opened the door to my car, I heard one of the workers say, 
I have never seen nothing like that before. And I have been putting in septic tanks for 20 years. Apparently, I'm still lost. So, <laughs> so after watching the documentary and feeling emotional, this story made me laugh. So hope it also made you laugh. Growing up, if I have died in the past, there was only one way of being buried, and that is following the culture and community norms. I remember during Soviet Union times when I was little, bodies were put in wooden caskets that are wrapped in red cloths representing the flag, I assume. I was too little to understand the meaning behind. And in my teenager years, as Muslim religion slowly increased the presence, it was burial without casket, body wrapped in a white cloth representing angel. From the house to the burial site, carpet is used to transport the body. When I moved to America, my husband at the time told me that his wishes were to be, to be cremated, which I accepted to be my new life norm even though I have not given a thought at the time of the process of it. In the last eight years since I lost my mother and the father of my children, I started thinking more about it as I have experienced two different ways of burial options. And telling the truth, I was confused in terms of none of them appealing to me and maybe because I'm not ready to die. Or it is a taboo to even think about it. During grief, I was haunted by exploring the options of burial. And that was way before the documentary I watched. And my options were only burial the way my mom was buried or be cremated. I guess the documentary provided more selection and the argument stays with, does it matter to me? Or do I let my children, my husband, do what makes them feel good in terms of helping them with grief? The only thing I know so far, I do not want to be embalmed or any stranger touching me. But who cares? I probably wouldn't even know. I hope not. And... It is strange how human mind works. Well, if I am to choose between options in the documentary, I probably would go with green burial as I love nature. Nowadays in Kazakhstan, where I'm from, women are not allowed to come to the burial site as they cry so loud and are emotional compared to men. When I went to my mother's funeral, I begged people to let me go as I wanted to follow her as far as I can, like she was going to come back alive. But as we were traveling to the cemetery site, the bus we were on slid off the road due to heavy snowing the night before. So how might we design more meaningful death? Sadly, I believe there is no satisfying answer 
and educating our children on this subject might make our departure tiny bit easier on them emotionally. Make sure to save up if you go traditional funeral route so you don't leave financial burden behind. And only good memories to carry on your stories to your generation after generation. Well, that's all for this episode of the Miro Experience. Thank you for listening. Join me again next time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also email me at themiruexperience at gmail.com with your questions and stories and follow me on social media.